All right, hey guys, uh, welcome to another uh, series with Masters in E-Commerce for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Andrew Strauss. Today I'm joined with um, Brian Mert of uh, Advertisement. Um, and this guy has been in the space for quite a while, 10 plus years. He's an entrepreneur, started in the financial side of things, running campaigns from the financial side for millions of dollars. Uh, has built a team, uh, he's like, built the team, built a digital agency uh, in the social media space, doing everything from Snapchat ads to Facebook to Instagram to you name it, he does, he's done it. Uh, he's got a team of 35 and uh, he's going to share some, he's going to drop some knowledge on us today uh, when we get going on this. But uh, yeah, Brian, let me know, I'm glad, uh, and he's newly married, so that's oh, yeah. <laughs> a bonus. So, um, by the way, uh, so fill in the uh, the folks here. If I missed anything, a little bit more about you and the agency, and we can go from there. Yeah, you know that's. Thank you so much, one, for having me on the show. It's great to be here, um, and for everyone tuning in. Uh, you know, I'm excited to to be able to share some knowledge with you guys. Uh, I very much started out like a lot of you guys, where you know I started with digital marketing, and there you know there wasn't a lot of. Uh, people that were knowledgeable. I, I mean, I started back kind of when AdWords first came out. Uh, and that's, right. you know, I got into that and was like, hey, what's this paid search? How's it working? Um, and so a lot of it I had to learn through trial and error or figuring things out or reading, you know, forums as people were talking about, I tried this or I tried that. Um, so, you know, I just, I, I get the, the process of, you know, trying to pick someone else's brain uh, and figure out, you know, what kind of nuggets do they know uh, that I may not know. And so, yeah, over the last, uh, we just, we had our four, four year birthday, uh, in the office here a couple, a couple months ago. So we're getting closer to probably four and a half, but, uh, yeah, it's just crazy to think we joke about it in, um, in our office about it being called Facebook years or like dog years. Right. So for like every one year of what happens in Facebook advertising, it's like seven years in real life because, yeah. you know, we'll talk about, well, how long was that, you know, before, you know, uh, power editor went away and we'll be like, Oh, that was forever ago. And it was like, yeah, it was a, a, within the last year. So right. you know, those type of things are like, man, that it, stuff moves so quick, so quick and so rapidly uh, that it just, you know, it makes for uh, you know, we have to hold on uh, sure. while we, you know, figure things out and, and go through the process. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing about with Facebook um, ads and their ad, you know, the business manager, I mean, it just changes so fast and rapidly and, now they have the Cambridge Analytic thing and they're removing lots of like audiences. And so now people have these targeting things and they're not going to work anymore. So nope. it's like, you really got to be up on it or hire guys like you to like, like learn, you know, just have all the, the knowledge and just like <laughs> set it, forget it. And you pay a little bit of a fee, but yeah. you know what? No, you know, and that's, I, I could touch on that a little bit. Like I understand anyone that's doing Facebook ads, there's a little bit of a pain point where you're like, man, this is tough to stay on top of. I mean, we right. and our team, we do this full time uh, and it's right. difficult for us sometimes to even stay on top of it because there's so many moving parts and something that worked well, you know, two weeks ago, all of a sudden is no longer there. Or like what you're mentioning, you know, certain targeting segments that were used in the past are now going to get, you know, ad set shut off or, you know, pause. So we've got to go back and look at those again. So Lots of moving parts. Um, you know, we, we work with a lot of clients. And so it's funny to hear them be like, I was just in there a week ago and now something's different. Like, I don't know what this new right. buttons are doing. So uh, you guys just handle it. Um, so it, right. it happens a lot. But if you're, you've had some pain points with, uh, with Facebook in the past, you're not alone. 
Right, right, right. Yeah, that, that's that's what I find. It's it's uh, it's it's a challenge. Yeah. So like so today, I think what we want to talk about, kind of guys, is that I think the, the whole thing about now that you've got your sort of your ad, and we and we can go back, but um, so you get your ad sort of dialed in a little bit, and then you want to take it to that next level. So you you bid, you started out your bid at five bucks, and now you want to scale to ten or fifteen or twenty. You found that magical ad set that was working for you and ads that's sort of converting after you're doing, you know, your split test AB type stuff, you know, what about scaling? Like how, what are the guidelines? How do you do it? What's the, you know, the implications if you do it wrong, all that kind of stuff. Maybe we can go into that kind of a thing. Yeah. It's a great question. And that's one we get asked a lot or one that we're, you know, continually, you know, dealing with. So, I mean, there's definitely two sides. The first one is, trying to find those ad sets or the ads that are working for you very well. Uh, and then step two is once you have those, how to be able to, to scale them up and actually grow from there. Um, there's right. a lot of different techniques that we would use uh, in the office. Um, you know, there's some where we run low budgets with a lot of ad sets and try to test the waters before we scale them up. There's other times where we will uh, hyper-focus and put a lot of our budget. We know exactly who we want to go after. Um, and so we'll try to target, a very specific one ad set, we put a lot of budget behind there and, and then we try to ramp it up from there. Um, some of the things that you have to remember uh, when it comes to ad sets and kind of ramping up, um, the first one is kind of the, the learning phase, uh, which is where you, know, you have to have at least 50 conversion events per ad set per week. Um, that's the data that Facebook wants back to be able to analyze that. So mm. you know, a lot of times people are like, well, I wanna scale and they're only getting a small amount. So, Facebook likes right. data. Uh, that's kind of a, a principle across the board. So the more right. data that you can get back to them, uh, you know, if it's a, if, like, for example, if, um, you know, you're selling Ferraris, right? Selling 50 right. Ferraris per week per ad set, um, you know, maybe, I don't know how many Ferraris sell, you know, a week, but that may be something where they're like, that's tough for us to do in that large type of category. So right. a lot of times you can bring down uh, the information. So, the learning phase leads into one, one which would be my elements, which is making sure that Facebook always has enough data. Um, that's what you really want. And the, the mm -hmm. more, sometimes people will bring it back from a purchase. So in the Ferrari example, they may go back to like, you know, an add to cart or maybe just a lead, uh, right? right? So that's not as potent as someone that's actually buying uh, a Ferrari. So sure. you want to make sure that you can get as much of the most potent information back into Facebook's world. Um, because they've got tremendous amounts of data on every user, where they're going, what they're looking at, uh, and they can be able to run comparisons kind of across the board. Right. Um, when, it, when it comes to scaling and yeah. kind of taking that and ramping up, um, I could talk about a couple of things that we've seen uh, you know, in that process. Uh, right. One is very rarely will we ever just hit the gas and be like, let's 10x the budget. Uh, almost every time we've always done that, uh, you know, what, what it looks like is Facebook's like, we'll take that money and, and it looks like you're in a rush. We'll gladly take money out of your pocket mm -hmm. and put it into ours. Right. Uh, usually at most, it's going to be anywhere from 15 to 30% increases per day uh, that happen gradually over time. Uh, we okay. do that with a lot of automated rules uh, that are set up into campaigns or specific um, ad sets that we're running. So the mm -hmm. numbers are slowly incrementing and, and growing up as well. Uh, the other element that a lot, of, a lot of people will talk about scaling in terms of the system and being able to be like, are there ways to manipulate the system or are there ways to where we can, 
you know, outsmart the algorithm, what's going on. Um, again, kind of the big thing that Facebook wants is just data uh, and then relevance. Right. They, they want ads that are relevant to a user. And so the sheer nature of scaling is almost the opposite of what they want for relevance. Because as you start to grow and reach more people, Facebook generally will show ads based on the likelihood that a person will complete an action. So if you and I are both being shown ads for a product to purchase, Facebook knows on the back end, I buy 10 things every day online. And they right. may see that you buy one thing every day online through their pixel right. and through the partners. So what that means is they're going to show the ad to me and then someone that's nine, eight, seven, six, until eventually they'll show the ad to you. So right. by sheer default, scaling will, will have a dramatic effect on your results. And so right. that's the one thing that a lot of times people are like, oh, I'm, I'm generating leads for $10. I now want a million of them. Uh, and we just, right. you know, before we ever start, we'll have to talk and be like, well, it won't work that way. They will rise in price, but that's okay. Right. That's what is to be expected with Facebook. Um, and then the other right. element to scaling that, that I see a lot of people miss out uh, is, and, and I talk about this all the time, is scaling your creatives. Mm. Um, and I think that is one of the, if you, you know, Facebook ad platform is pretty straightforward, right? You target your ads to the right people. Um, you get them in the right place. Maybe you use a lookalike or, you know, you just base off targeting or lifetime value of lookalikes. Um, but once it comes in, what Facebook wants are ads that are valuable for their users. So users, when they see multiple ads, they skip over them because they've already seen it. They see right. the ad at the same time. Um, so what happens is that dramatically as you're trying to scale will harm your relevance score. So while you're pushing the gas, there's a break on the other end that's actually bringing you back down to earth. Um, and so what we've implemented a lot of, of what we do for our clients is um, scaling their creatives, uh, hmm. which is the things that we see our Facebook loves when new videos are uploaded. So, you know, if you're using the same video that's been uploaded a year ago, like Facebook can see that on the back end. Right. So they see this old video, they know the view counts. They know average view times and all of those they have built into their algorithm to watch for and say, look, these numbers are going down. You know, right. it used to have a, a 30 second view time. Now it's four seconds. This video is old. Um, and it's right. just, it's a natural curve that I think happens in all advertising. Uh, right. Like you don't see Super Bowl ads from, you know, 1999 still playing on TV. Right. People are like, I've seen them. They had their moment and they're done. So right. what happens is Facebook just has very like hyper accelerated that process that, you know, right. in TV advertising, it's generally like seasonal or they'll run an ad for a while. And then, you know, it's every quarter. Um, now sure. we have clients where we're creating ads on a weekly basis. Uh, some of them even a daily basis where there's something wow. new that's going in there uh, that's talking about different elements of the business um, and what's going on. So yeah, I, I, I could talk all day about it, but uh, yeah, no, no, I, I do want to keep going on that because there, there are a couple things on that point. Like, so a couple things. One is the myth that you needed only fifty sales or conversions. I didn't know that that was on a daily basis, on on continual basis. When you I hear a lot of guys saying you need fifty conversions, it's like they think it's overall for the whole thing to get the conversion. But what you're saying is that you need it on a consistent basis. Yeah. Well, so now what happens is the learning phase, a little icon will appear. It says you're going through a learning phase and eventually it will turn off. Um, but on Facebook's end, they've got an algorithm and that algorithm, the fuel for it is data. Right. And so when you're pushing more data through it, it's, you know, it's lighting up, it's got more 
you know, things that it can run um, to be able to, to find, you know, better, better people. And that's what it wants to do. You know, that's right. what makes it different from every other form of advertising on the planet right. is they have the ability to be like, if we're going to show our ad to a million people, let's get it to the very best person first. And then right. the number two and then number three and work our right. way down from there. Right. Right. Um, and that's what they're trying to do on the back end. So if you don't give them that data, mm -hmm. uh, it's going to become incredibly difficult to scale. Uh, so not right. only do they need that data, which is generally just in the form of, you know, paid money or ads. Right. Um, but the flip side of that coin is you have to have quality ads and right. new ads and things that people haven't seen uh, more than three, four or five times. And, and right. That's right. It. And so when you're scaling, do you, do you increase the budget on the existing ad set or do you duplicate the ad set and increase that by 15%? So, yeah. So there's, I mean, there's a bunch of different options you can use now. So they've now got uh, campaign optimization where you can have multiple ad sets underneath it and it'll actually adjust the, the ad sets automatically based okay. on the results they're seeing. So if I was targeting, you know, if I had a leads campaign, I'm targeting men and women each right. with a $5,000 budget a day. Right. Um, over time, if I run that, it may start to bring down the men and say, we're right. only spending 3000 and gives, you know, 7,000 to women. So right. there's that ability there. Now, again, what we found is a lot of times when, you know, you put the, the bidding and the budgeting and, and that stuff on Facebook, um, there's moments where it works really well. Uh, there's yeah. also moments where the cruise control, you're like, wait a minute, like, you just spent a whole bunch of money in the area that you like. Right. Um, and you know, th they'll say, well, we were learning, we were trying to figure stuff out. Um, right. I think when you're paying the bill, sometimes you're like, yeah, I'm taking that off cruise control and I'm just going to drive myself. Right. Uh, so, you know, that's something that you've got to look at, but um, you know, in terms of ad sets, you know, we're generally, usually what we do is it, it's manual um, and we are increasing the ad sets uh, on their own individually. Okay. Individually. Uh, so, and then, and like, sometimes, yourself, sometimes through automated rules. Through so, automated rules. You know, we, okay. we set those up for a lot of campaigns that we're running um, mm -hmm. to make sure that, you know, by default, if specific uh, metrics are being hit, then uh, the campaign will start to scale up or scale down um, automatically. Right, right, right. Cool. And then you were saying about like um, new creative or scaling new creative. So you're kind of just like, is it sort of like a split test type of thing? Or are you kind of just like taking that video that you have a new video and putting that or a customer testimony, keeping the same kind of content that you have for the copy and then just slipping in a video or an image or something like that? Yeah, that is a great question. Um, there's a couple different techniques that we can use for this. Um, one is we use uh, dynamic creatives a lot. So mm -hmm. you have the ability to upload one ad, um, but you can upload a variety of different variations of your copy, your call to action button, your videos, images, um, description. And then once that's there, it, it'll create up to like 4,000 or 5,000 variations of the ad mm -hmm. within one ad unit. So the upside there is Facebook, again, loves their own systems. So right. you know, a lot of times those ones have no problem being able to scale because Facebook's like, we're trying to determine which one's best. Um, and right. so we can do that with, you know, some new creatives or, you know, we can bring in copywriters, graphic designers, video editors are all working on, let's put mm -hmm. in these variations of it. Um, and then eventually we can start to watch the reports and see which ones are performing best. So that's one element uh, that allows you to scale. Right. Um, another one that we use um, a lot of your, your question was uh, add, add creatives. So right. um, a lot of times we'll, 
if we have multiple areas that we're testing, we'll create a single ad. Uh, mm. And then we will use that same ad for all of them. So we link them all together. So mm. instead of having 20 different ads with the exact same copy, we use the same ad ID um, or post ID and bring in that specific ad. So what happens is all that budget is going onto a single ad, which, you know, kind of stores all of um, the social proof, you know, the likes, right. the comments, the shares, it's all happening under a single ad. Uh, right. that will allow it to really, and again, that's a, a number that the Facebook algorithm will light up with. Right. And it sees a lot of that. It knows there's, Hey, whatever's going on in this one specific ad is doing very well. Uh, right. And they'll hit the gas on that. Right. Yeah. Cause I know that, that, that Facebook ID, you, if you have like shares and comments on one and then you start a new ad, you can pull those over into that ad. Right. So that gives it that instant, like, you know, proof, social proof, of the new stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we, and this is why you link the ads is because it, it, it keeps mm. it consistent. So if I run one ad and already has, you know, a thousand comments on it, right. um, I can do another campaign and bring in that same ad and get another thousand. Uh, I see. Now, what happens is eventually over time, those, you know, will start to get ad fatigue or they wear out. Right. The other thing that can happen is, um, and this is something that will tremendously affect scaling is the negative feedback. Mm. So it's something that, you know, a lot of people don't pay attention to. Uh, but in your reports, if you go down to any specific ad, uh, you can add positive and negative feedback. I see. Um, and when ads first start, usually they have a lot of positive feedback and they'll start, you know, they'll, they'll do fine. Over time, as people see the ad again and again and again, and this right. happens a lot when you're trying to hit the gas, is... Uh, people will see the ad two, three, four times and they'll go up and click, don't show me this ad anymore. And mm. that can tremendously hurt your campaign. So mm. a lot of times we build in uh, systems or metrics to kind of help limit the frequency on mm. the amount of times people would see a specific ad. Um, or we make sure that there are some, some uh, ways to bring out the people who are seeing it uh, mm -hmm. either through custom audiences or through some of the pixel data to be like, if someone has mm -hmm. gone through there or watched this video more than a certain percentage, make sure to exclude them, um, I see. move them into another area. Um, and that, that, that would be another secret sauce that I'd say is we do a lot of segmentation <laughs> with custom audiences. Um, and so the, the approach of just, Let's get one ad and show it to everyone or one ad in remarketing. Um, right. We, we do a ton of segmentation um, and really try to create ads that are speaking to people at different points in the funnel um, based hmm. on where they're at. Uh, meaning, you know, if I'm considering buying a Ferrari and I haven't really done it, what I, we would do is set up probably 20 to 50 different ads that are talking about all the different things that, would build credibility or build mm. trust or build desire in that product back to that person. Here's other influencers that drive it. Here's celebrities that drive it. Here's all the features one by one by one. Right. Um, and what happens right. is someone that's interested in that is going to pay attention to those. And it's generally sure. very inexpensive to reach those people. Right. So how do you segment a custom audience? I didn't even know you really could do that kind of thing. With, yeah. With I mean, so there's, uh, in terms of custom audiences, there's, I mean, the last was 55 plus. I mean, there, there's more than 55 different ways. Um, right. You can do it based on 
uh, people visiting your site. You can base it off, right. you know, uploading data, things like that. Um, you can also right. do it off stuff like lifetime value. So mm. what that means is, you know, if you upload a list of a thousand people, Facebook will say, right. all right, here's a thousand people. But in lifetime value, if you assign a value, so here's my top, here's all my customers and how much they spent, mm. they're going to look and based off the, the five who are spending a million dollars with you, and there may right. be five that spent a dollar with you, they're going to assign more weight to the people with the higher value. Right. Uh, and that's awesome because that means they're going to find more people like your, your best customers and try to reach right. them first, as opposed to everyone in your list. Um, right. There's also things, I mean, you can segment based off people who are engaged with you on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, right. You can do video views based on different percentages. Uh, there's right. a lot of different um, kind of things that you can start to build. And then there's advanced right. stuff like uh, you can do it based on button clicks on your site or mm. time on site or things like that uh, right. that you can start putting into place with, uh, with some of the more customized events. But all right. of that can be put back into really knowing more about, you know, the journey that you want customers to make. And while they're right. making it, it's, it's, you know, you just have advanced tools where, right. you know, 10, 20 years ago you had, I'm just going to get a big billboard and a TV ad and a print ad and right. just pound you with it a thousand times until you're like, Oh, I need that. Now right. I can talk to you a thousand different ways on your journey to get you exactly right. where I want you to go. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I can imagine. That. I mean, it's, it, it is super powerful what you can do with that. If you have the right mindset and understanding, and I guess, you know, I'm, I'm sure in terms of relevant scores and in terms of like targeting things, right. Um, you know, I'm sure people have come to you and asked you, Hey, Brian, you know, what's the best thing? What's the average? What should I do? Right. And yeah. it's there. I mean, is there a right average or is it more test? <laughs> now, you know, so, and that's, is something we, you know, we get asked that quite a bit. It's a great question. Um, you know, there's, it's Facebook's different for every client, meaning right. if we had two, I almost identical products, like if I had Pepsi and Coke, I could run ads and based on their creatives, the CPMs right. and the CPCs could be totally different. Um, right. So, I mean, there's a lot of factors in that. Um, and so I know people are like, I want to know, like, are there benchmarks? Are there are things that are there? Um, you know, there, there's some reports that are out there floating around that, you know, you can hunt right. down. They'll give you some ideas. But for the most part, right. generally what you want to focus on are, you know, are your relevant scores good? Uh, and I'd be say good, meaning seven or higher. Uh, if they're lower than that, uh, you're going to need to look at, you know, right. Facebook's built on quality, right? And they, they have the luxury of doing that. So, I mean, there's 5 million advertisers that are all trying to show you an ad. They're like, we get to pick one by one by one, which ad's going to go to you. Right. And that's based primarily on money, but right behind mm -hmm. it, a close second is uh, quality, quality for you. Meaning right. if you're like, ah, what is this? Why am I seeing an ad for something that I don't care about? Right. Facebook doesn't want to ever show that to you again. Right. Um, and if you keep using the system and platform, they can keep showing you ads um, and generating billions of dollars uh, you know, a month or a week. Right, yeah. right, right. And then in terms of frequency, like um, what is the right number? Is it under one? Is it one? Like what? <laughs> under one is actually really funny. Because uh, it feels like that sometimes. So right. uh, there was a, a research document I read, um, it's probably over a year ago, where they said um, they had detected that five was kind of the magic number where a person, once they get to five, are like, all right, I'm scrolling over it 100% now. 
Right. Um, and then they said once it gets to 10, it was actually really bad. Uh, meaning right. like they're like, if they see any part of something that their brain recognizes, they're right. like, I'm over that. Right. Um, I would say it's lower than that now. Like that was a year mm. ago. I would say right. it's closer to probably three. Mm, it's kind okay. of my gut feeling on when we start to see usually as results start to, to maybe uh, would make a bend in the graph uh, mm-hmm. in terms of like, all right, uh, we're not getting as good of results. So three is kind of our magic number that we shoot for. I mean, we have some okay. campaigns that maybe have a little bit more. We have some mm. that have a little bit less. Um, it will right. depend. I mean, if you're doing B2B targeting, sometimes you have a small audience and there isn't a, right. a lot of people that you can go to. So your you know, relevance is going to be higher. And on that one, that goes back to just scaling your creative, meaning sure. if you're reaching everyone once a day, you know, you're going to need, you know, an ad one to, you know, every one to two days, something new sure. that's a different point. And while that seems like a lot of work and challenging, right. I view it the opposite way, which is you now have the ability to reach the, very, the exact person that you want and right. have a meaningful conversation with them every day. So if you right. do that, it's game over. Like if every, and I say that like a good example would be when I open my newsfeed now on Facebook, I don't see anything except for stuff about Facebook ads and companies doing Facebook ads or people saying I can teach you Facebook ads or Instagram ads. And that's all I see now. Um, I I don't see any fun ads anymore. It's all about, you know, the industry, but to some extent Facebook knows that and it happens automatically. And for me, you know, it's what I do every day on a daily basis. So it feels natural. Um, and that's awesome. Those companies that want to reach other people in that industry are reaching the right person. Um, I just right. think a lot of times people approach it in terms of, uh, I'm going to put one ad in front of me. Oh, it didn't work. And I'm like, you, right. you, you forget that you got my attention. It might've been for half a second. It might've been for two seconds, but you got your ad exactly in front of the person who you wanted to. And right. maybe I couldn't purchase that day cause I was busy but that doesn't mean that I'm not the right person that you're trying to get your ad in front of. Um, and so I think that there's a little bit more of a long game approach that goes into Facebook advertising, um, Mm -hmm. which is tough because people generally approach digital advertising of, I need results. I'm going to put a dollar in there better be $2 that pops out the other side today, or it's a huge failure. Um, and I think people are forgetting you're reaching the right person. Um, so, you know, like you've already done 90% of the battle, that last little bit is just give them something that they think is cool or interesting or will find valuable. Right. uh, Right. 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 So do you find that when you're running these ads, I mean, is it a close a sale right now kind of stuff like an impulse kind of buy, or is it more a longevity, more of a long term kind of thing? Like, I mean, you scale that you got, you're getting in front of those people you know, what's a sales process like? I mean, I, yeah. mean, I guess uh, there's a consumer product and there's a business to business side of things, right? So it could be two days. I would totally say different. at least nine out of 10 uh, people that I, I talk with, you know, hundreds of different businesses all the time. Um, 90% of them come and they may say like, well, we need some branding. We need some stuff. All of those will right. come back and be like, all right, we just want sales. Like get us sales, <laughs> get us sales, get us sales. And I think in the digital world, that's kind of expected because the data is there. Um, right. you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, they were like, well, you have to spend money on TV. You're going to spend it. Right. And then let's wait and see what happens. Now that's right. happening, you know, real time, you know, campaigns are turned on and off in the same day based on numbers. Right. And I think it's, it's better because it's more efficient. You know, you're able to put your money in the right places. 
Um, the downside to that is I think there's a lot of knee-jerk reactions that mm -hmm. I, the number of times I've seen a campaign that's been like, ah, it's not good, not good, not good. Like, and we're making changes every day and all of a sudden it will hit that critical mass uh, and just right. explode. Um, and a lot of times right. there's things hidden on the back end of the algorithm that a lot of people don't know about things like holidays or sales, you know, when, mm. when those words are used in your copy, Facebook knows when it's labor day and you've got a labor day sale ad, like it places, I, I don't know this. They've never told me this, but from my results, right. I've seen it happen numerous times. They place a higher weight on that because they say it's related to a point in time that will come mm. and will go. Um, and so right. a lot of times just by simply redoing your ads with something like that, you can get your results to, to far exceed what they were in the past. Right, right. And then when you're redoing your ads, you're just adding another ad. So you're not changing the existing ad that you're doing. You create a new one and create it uh, and then create another one. Or do, yeah, would almost, you go in? Almost always. Uh, yeah, very rarely do we go in and edit the same ad um, right. and make changes. Uh, I try to think if we ever do that. Yeah, I, I don't know if we do. Yeah, like what we generally do. do is we'll take it, duplicate it, make right. the changes on that one, and then okay. A-B test that. Uh, right. and kind of run it towards, towards those. Right. So uh, when you're running those ads, right, I know like in Google, you can kind of wait like, so in Google, I used to do was that we run, say you create five of the same ads or you create three of the same ads and do one so that you could have 25% of this one and then, you know, 75% of these ones because they're working. So you can kind of split and test to see how well that goes. Is that really needed in, in Facebook when you're doing the ad type things or when you're running things like that? Or is it kind of so, just like you let the algorithm kind of run and just have and four different ads? What's crazy is, and this is the one feature I've been nuts about being like, I wish they would do it. And we've talked to the actual programmers or engineers that built it and they're like, yeah, we're not going to do it. But when you put in five different ads into Facebook, usually within, man, it's, it's within a day, uh, maybe two days, they kind yeah. of pick one winner. Right. And they will show that one winner at least 70% of the time, if not more. Right. Um, and right. so on, on AdWords, you have the ability to say, I want you to optimize for the best or show right. them equally. Right. Uh, and so a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into creating ads. And so for right. Facebook, they just be like, we're going to kick out four of them. <laughs> right. um, you know, when, when barely any budget's been spent. Right. Um, is, is frustrating. And, you know, we've talked to them right. about it and been like, do we need to the way? And they're like, no, because we've already determined your best ad. Um, and I'm like, I'd like <laughs> to be a part of that <laughs> process. Yeah. Uh, because I don't always think they get it right. Right. Um, right. you know, just cause they have a couple of indicators, they usually do it with a small level of data. And I'm like, I'd rather get more data, Sure, uh, sure. but they don't, they yeah. don't do it yet. And I don't think they're going to build that in. Right, right. Yeah. right. They're not listening to your yeah. comments. Um, what, what, another question I had is like, so some people say business to business just doesn't work on Facebook. Is that true? Or is that just a myth? A myth? Yeah. So business to business is different on Facebook. So, you know, Facebook's by nature, a, a business, a consumer platform. I mean, they got over right. you know, 2 billion users. You can reach over a billion of them every day on the right. site. So, I mean, that's great. Uh, right. and so, I mean, that's generally consumer. It's like, yay, like we, yeah. we can do who we want and, and those type of people. Um, you know, the business targeting, uh, is generally done by what you say, where you work or what you do. Um, right. you know, so some of the issues there are people updating that every time they get a new job or they going in and updating their right. profile to make sure it's accurate. 
I mean, I think that was very early days of Facebook is I right. want to give all my information so people know about me. Right. Now people are like, ah, I kind of use it for everything. Um, I think with Facebook um, building workplace, you know, is trying to mm -hmm. build a tool for businesses. Um, mm -hmm. I think that was kind of a, an investment to try to build out their B2B um, mm -hmm. type targeting and get more value uh, uh, you know, in the business right. world. Um, but the right. answer is, can you target on a B2B and do well? A hundred percent. It's just mm. not as good as kind of B2C. So, I mean, that's right. like what it's, it's built for and that's what it does very well. Um, right. We have run numerous B2B campaigns uh, that work very, very well for the clients. We're generally in comparison with what they're paying on other platforms is right. much, much less. Um, it just may be something that isn't an unlimited amount. Um, right. And I mean, a great story is we ran one for a client one time um, and these guys came and they're like, we want to reach people that work in the marketing department at hospitals. Wow. And so, I mean, you imagine that. And I was like, all right, like we're going to be down in the thousands. I mean, I don't think we're going to go right. much above that. And sure enough, we got in there and it was, um, and we were in there updating ads every day because it was a small group and we right. were trying to get different stuff in there. I think we were doing lead gen and at the end of 30 days, we went back and we're like, man, we're really bummed. We only generated you three leads. And like, what are you talking about? All three of those signed up. One of them is like a $1.8 million contract. This is the best campaign we've ever run. Like hands down, you've just blown out everything else that we've done. Um, and so it's funny to think, you know, three leads, maybe it's not worthwhile. Right. But said all three of those people picked up the phone and they're like, all right, I see, I'm seeing your ads every day. Like I, right. I know who you guys are, I'm, but I'm seeing you every single day. What's going on? Let's talk. We have this project right. coming up. We need your help. And so I think, again, that just goes back to realizing, you know, you may be reaching that right person and getting in front of them, but they may not right. want to download your lead form or fill it out right. or do something. So how can you leverage that to get your message across? Um, right. I mean, I think there's a lot of really creative options uh, right. to where, I mean, you can create videos and be like, hey, I know you're, uh, you know, you work in hospitals. It's tough. We're getting a hospital right. marketing department. And you know, everyone's right. going to be like, wait, what? Like, right. About that? <laughs> so right. those, those are the upsides when you get into right. B2B is you can get very specific and very right. targeted toward the people you're talking to to get their attention. Um, I just think it, you can't do the billboard approach where right. it's just like, Hey, just here's my company and my logo. Right. Uh, you've got to talk to those people like you would talk to them on the street, sure. uh, say something to them that would stop them on the street. Uh, and allow you to have a conversation. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that, that's, uh, that's killer stuff. I mean, there were some huge nuggets in there, guys. I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, Brian just like dropped some knowledge there and that was amazing. Cause yeah, I always thought about business. They, they're just targeting. Everything's really amazing. Um, I do have like two questions I want to ask no, you kind of like yeah. uh, for yourself. <laughs> yeah. These are easy compared with you. Um, are there a tools of choice that you use in a daily basis that you would say, Hey guys, you should use these things when you're building your ads or doing things or trying okay. to find targets. And stuff? So that's a good question. Um, man. So, I mean, a lot of what we do is in the core of ads manager. I mean, it used to be power editor, but within kind of the business manager and ads manager, right. um, you know, over the, over the years, there's been numerous tools that have kind of come up right. that we check out and, and look at. Um, man, I'm trying to think, uh, to most of those have been taken from those companies right. that built them and brought in to where a lot right. of those, right. we have those features now. 
Um, right. I mean, some of the things that I do use, uh, you know, I think um, AdExpresso has an ad library. Uh, you know, we're right. always in there, you know, poking around, looking at different examples. Mm. So before we start to create right. an ad, we're like, you know, what are other people doing and can we glean any right. best practices from other companies? Um, we don't use that as much now anymore because you can see all the ads on any right. site through the infos and ads tabs. They added that so team. that's where yeah. we go now. We go right to, right. all right, who are the top competitors? The what are they doing? Yeah. Um, and we look at that. And so if that's something that you're not doing, uh, your competitors yeah. are most likely doing that to you <laughs> and be like, yeah, thanks for all the hard work. Uh, we're going to yeah. have some tips on you. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, it's one more thing that was added to our list of things to do. Uh, but now right. you know, definitely it pays because we're able to, to use wording that's consistent with the industry right. um, to right. see what other people are long form, short form, yeah. Um, yeah. creative ideas, stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And then is there any like book or websites or blogs that you read to keep current? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great question. Um, I mean, we have, I mean, in regards to books, boom. Oh, there I you go. There it is. Have, uh, this is a book I wrote. It's, on, it's a bestseller on Amazon. Uh, it's yes, going to be. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, <laughs> no worries. Uh, it's called The Complete Guide to Facebook Advertising. It's big. There's a lot of stuff in here. Um, it's going to go through a lot of the basics and fundamentals. So someone that's coming being like, man, I'm just starting out. Um, but we've got uh, a lot of little nuggets hidden in there as well about some things right. that we've learned uh, or that are best practices on here's what you should be doing in this area or that right. area. Um, we're working on uh, our plan was to revise it uh, on a yearly basis. Um, mm -hmm. So we've got uh, a new one that's in the works now. It won't come out till closer to Christmas. Um, but that will have, I mean, even a year in Facebook feels yeah, like forever. I know. Uh, when we're I doing know. the updates, we're like, ah, oh, this, this one is, you know, it's got some stuff that we're like, man, that's like, I think this one has power editor in it and it's not even 12 months oh. old. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it moves so quick. Uh, so right, it's right. funny, but, um, yeah, so we're working on an update. It'll come out about Christmas time as well, uh, with another version, uh, which is good. And, and we're just going to kind of keep doing that every year. Uh, but it's a great resource uh, that you can do. Yeah. We also have on our blog, um, advertisementmint.com slash blog. We have an entire team of writers um, that are scouring the internet, looking for topics on Facebook to try to get yeah. um, them back into the hands of people who are looking right. to stay on the cutting edge as quickly as possible. Um, yeah. you know, on there, I think we have a messenger bot. Uh, where we send out the the very best one tip every day uh, that's mm. happening in the world of Facebook or kind of social ads. So, you know, we're right. sifting through a lot of stuff and trying to get that back in front of people. Uh, we have our team pick the, the top article uh, and it could be us. It could be someone else that writes it. Right. And we're like, look, we just, we know you're busy. We want to get you the one thing that we think you should right. know about today. Um, and I think you can find that on the blog as well. It's got a link to it. Yeah, it's a really good resource, but guys, so check it out for sure. Nice. So Brian, where is the best place people can reach you? They want to contact your, uh, you want to get to your agency. They want to find out more about you, blogs, books, you know, yeah, where, totally. where, where would they come with you? As you can tell, I'm a talker. I, I love to talk with people and, and connect and hear stories and, and problems when it comes to Facebook ads. Um, you know, my, uh, on, on social media, you know, on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or, even YouTube is all Brian Meert. So B-R-I-A-N-M-E-E-R-T. Uh, so feel free to follow me on any of those or connect with me there. I, I love, uh, if you're on LinkedIn, shoot me a LinkedIn request, uh, again, under the same name. Uh, and then our, our company is Advertisement.
So A-D-V-E-R-T-I-S-E-M-I-N-T.com. And we'd love, you know, we, we love working with great companies. Uh, we take, you know, generally we take a lot of work off people's plates and they're like, it's great knowing we're working with an entire team that's helping us with this one area while I can focus on other things. So uh, if you want to, you know, chat or, or have someone maybe review your ad account and be like, hey, what are my options? Uh, feel free to reach out. We'd, we'd love to talk. Cool. Awesome. Well, I really do appreciate the time. I know you're a busy guy. Um, thanks for coming on. And uh, we definitely have to do a 2.0 because there's so much more than I would want to yeah. go into. Uh, nice. But, uh, you know, I, I, it would take it, it could take eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for coming on and we'll chat soon. You got it. All right. Take care.